With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for another episode of the Steelers Preview. That's where we take a look at the upcoming Steelers game, and that's Week 12 when the Cincinnati Bengals host the Pittsburgh Steelers at Paul Brown Stadium, 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which, thank the Lord, most of their games are at 1 o'clock Eastern Time for the remainder of this season, but you never know. Joining the triumphant trio is brian anthony davis how's it going brian very good jeff very good dave i just want to get back to football i want to see them play an actual game instead of a whole bunch of chatter agreed and let's bring in dave schofield dave how are you this evening i'm doing all right it was weird when i saw thursday night football coming on to think that all of this stuff happened a week ago so that I'm like, how how it's just kind of drug on. I'm ready for the next game. I do have to do one thing. I, I said I would. I'm reissuing the fan card from Steve from Sunday in the Q&A when he contacted me and said, that's not really what I meant. And when I look back at him, I'm like, okay, I can see that that's not what you meant. So I told him, as long as he said I wasn't crazy for taking it that way, I'll say I'll give him the benefit of the doubt of that's not what he really meant by it fan card can go back to him and we can when move did on. Dave get power to revoke fan card. No, I'm revoking anyone's fan card if you say you want your team to lose because you want a different player to play, but that's not you see that's not what he meant by it. So All right, so let's get to <laughs> Jeff's like no comment. 
Yeah, I had my man card taken away from me when I took my mom to a Clay Aiken concert for Christmas one oh year. Oh, my God. And they took it away from me. I mean, because who has right? You Nobody deserve. can take cards away. Oh, no. You, yeah, you lost It was yours. a gift to my mom. I don't care. You can say your dad can take her. Hey, let me yeah. tell you. Let me tell you something, my friend. You have how many girls? How many daughters? You're gonna be going to some crazy concerts coming you up. You took my friend. your mom to a Clay Aiken concert. Think about yes, what I you did. just said. It wasn't I, your I'm, daughter. A daughter would be understandable. My mom loved him. <laughs> so and Clay Aiken. yeah, so I. <laughs> it was a Clay, not just Clay Aiken. It was a Clay Aiken Christmas. And oh, Paul, even better. And and. I took her back, like back by the back door, so she could meet him, and it was it was terrible. But um, you were probably the that. only people there. Oh they no, there was a it. huge crowd, but we were first in line, and I was the only dude. But um, you know what? I'm proud that I did it because it made her happy. That's what Brian. Do. I'll re- I'll reissue your man card um, for for wearing the finnies in the earlier video that we did with the field goals. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll give you back the man card. <laughs> he gets his man card back when he wears him to week 15. The, oh, dude, I God. already know he's going to do that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm worried about that one. Hey, I'm proud of this body. <laughs> it's a oh, lot to be proud man. of, right? Exactly. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get straight to, uh, you know, straight to everything. And there's been a lot of stuff going on since the Pittsburgh Steelers last played. Um, we're going to go around the horn. I'm going to go first and I'm just going to get the giant elephant out of the room early. And that is the fact that news broke today, not only of the appeals of Marquise Pouncey and one miles Garrett being heard and ruled upon two different people listened to these appeals. I think it was James thrash heard, um, miles Garrett's appeal and, um, uh, who is the linebacker? Derek Brooks. Derek Brooks. There you go. He heard Marquise Pouncey's. Pouncey's games go from three to two, and Garrett's remains indefinite. But that's not what the news was. The news was all about how Miles Garrett claimed and he alleges that Mason Rudolph called him a racial slur, which caused him to act the way that he did on Thursday Night Football. Uh, that has been the hot button topic across Steeler nation and with the Cleveland Browns and the NFL landscape. Uh, but at the same time, miles Garrett, I would say in the last two hours of this being recorded live, uh, came out and released said that he did not expect that to become public. He thought that what he said in the appeal process would remain in the appeal process. And everyone has their own thoughts on this situation. I'm, I'm sure that Brian will talk about Alejandro Villanueva's comments that were very candid today. I thought he was on point with his thoughts, but I just want to make something very clear as three white men that grew up with a hundred percent privilege. None of us can really talk about what those words mean when you're on the other end of them. Um, I'm not saying that none of us have been picked on for whatever rhyme or reason, but none of that really even shines a light on something as serious as a racial slur. But nonetheless, that is what everyone is talking about today. I do not want this to turn into a racial bias or anything like that, but I do want to get your guys' thoughts on the situation. And Brian, we'll start with you. 
Well, first, I'd like to start with uh, Alejandro Villanueva's quote. I think using any kind of racial slur has no place in our country whatsoever, said Villanueva to The Athletic. But I think fabricating a story where somebody used a racial slur is a lot more damaging to our society because it undermines all of the efforts that we are collectively trying to be sensitive about using this word and making sure it has no place. Look, you know what? I've, I'm just going to stick with that. Because this is a very hot-button issue, and you're absolutely correct, Jeff. We, uh, we did not deal with this. We have never dealt with anything like this. Um, you know, so with that being said, we just have to look at it, look at those comments, and see what all, Big Al is saying. And this is somebody that uh, was an Army Ranger. Um, no segregation there. It's, you know, it's a very diverse group. Um, and actually, and if you look at who it's coming from, Alejandro Villanueva, um, he has ethnicities as well. So, you know, it's something that, that uh, I don't want to just jump in and trash Miles Garrett for. He's claiming that he heard what he heard. Um, but Big Al's calling it a Hail Mary, and that might be what it is. And I caution no matter whoever would do something like that, that throwing something out like that has certain ramifications for the parties involved. And you could you could really ruin somebody's reputation by throwing up a Hail Mary if that is indeed what happened. Dave, what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are I did not hear the thing that he said he expected it to stay in the appeal and not be made public. I thought it was interesting that when their, his teammates was asked about it, they had no idea that they said he never said anything to them. Um, with the massive court of public opinion going against him immediately after the game, it would kind of make sense that if that was the case and that's what set him off to actually plead your case when you're getting crucified in the media who of course now have who a lot of the NFL talking heads have overanalyzed the situation so much to a point you know they 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 can convince themselves that that a basketball is square if you let them analyze it long enough so um of just various things under what's going on so I thought that was very interesting but between shoulder pad mics and the big cones and all those other things you'd think they can hear most things that go on on the field a lot of times. Cause I hear that. I mean, how many times do we hear stuff that's getting bleeped out all the time? I'm not saying it's impossible that they should have heard it, but I'm also saying it's not beyond the realm of possibility that it's something that could have been picked up. I don't know. I really wish it would go away. This is going to follow Rudolph, just an accusation. We know how accusations go, whether it be true or false, it's going to stick with you. Um, I think it's a shame that if it's not true, uh, that, that that this has to go go on this way, um, I, well, I mean, what else can I say? I, I'm, I mean, personally, it just it doesn't make sense when you think about it that that of how everything played out that this is something that occurred based with everything that's going on. Um, but for those people that that didn't know. Um, because someone just asked in the live chat, uh, yeah, his his appeal was denied. It is still left as an indefinite suspension, which everyone's quite surprised about because the whole point of this was supposed to be to give a specific number like they were supposed to, and they did not. So 
Um, I, I just have a feeling that, and, and I, I did see one quote, and I sent that to Jeff at one point, that there was someone within the NFL that was asked about it, and they said that they're, they did not have any evidence of that being the case. Yeah, I mean, it's slander to the umpteenth degree of uh, when you say that about a man publicly, whether you wanted it to be public or not. It is what it is. And so it's kind of a he said, he said, and we'll just leave it at that. And we'll continue to go around the horn. Brian Anthony Davis, you're up next. What is your around the horn topic from the week that was? Well, you know what? With all this being said, um, with last week being just terrible for both teams, something that has been lost in the shuffle of this, Mason Rudolph had the worst game of his career. And that was something like as unfortunate as this was, it really took a big win from the Browns and it completely decimated it. It also took a horrible performance by Mason Rudolph and the Steelers offensive line. Um, and when I say Steelers offensive line, that does not excuse how bad Mason Rudolph played in that game. It was his worst performance. So with that being said, this is something that uh, when you're looking at getting back between the lines and going to Paul Brown Stadium and playing football, which that's really all we want, Mason Rudolph really has to improve this week. And I hope that all of this drama has not has not gotten into his head where it's uh, it's taken away from his preparation for the game. And that is first and foremost. Now, these appeals are over. This issue... It's not over, it's not buried, but got to put it aside and play football. So with that, I hope Mason Rudolph is mentally prepared to play football in this game because this season might be in doubt, but it's not over for this team. And if they are who deep down we hope and think they are, then maybe they could muster something up and make this a season again. And it starts with Mason Rudolph and it starts Sunday. No, you're right. I think it was, it's uh, really important to note, too, that uh, the Browns players were talking about after what should have been celebrated as a huge win, said it felt like a loss <laughs> after the melee and the scrum that happened that took place. We'll just call it a spade a spade. It was a fight uh, that took place at the, with eight seconds remaining in the game. Uh, they said it felt like they lost the game. So it totally deflates them, and it totally masks Mason Rudolph's God awful game. And I know there's a lot of apologists out there and I wouldn't say that I'm a Mason Rudolph apologist. I'm more of a Ben Roethlisberger apologist. Um, <laughs> if we're going to be honest with each other, but people will say things like, well, he didn't have James Connor and he didn't have Juju Smith, Juju Smith Schuster and Deontay Johnson got hurt. And he was thrown to Johnny Hole. The, the interceptions he threw had nothing to do with the wide receivers. He was throwing to. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It wasn't a... Oh, the ball went through Dante Moncrief's hands and went straight to a defender. No, that was not it. Mason Rudolph played like trash. He deserves every ounce of criticism that he got this week. And like you said, Brian, 
no one's talking about it because that's not what anyone's talking about at this point. So Dave, what are your thoughts? You are spot on. And I know sometimes we get a get accused of, you know, just defending Mason Rudolph and I'm, I'm not defending Mason a lot. Rudolph. Um, well, I mean, when it, when it comes with play, because yeah, he, he stunk it up Thursday. He did. He wasn't the only one who stunk it up and I'm not going to, I don't want to give the excuses either. He's got to play better. A lot of other people have to play better. The whole team seemed like they didn't play well on the short week. There's a lot of other things that have to be done better. Um, save Miles Garrett. You could put anyone out there, quarterback for the Steelers, and I'm going to pull for him. Uh, okay, End of story. Absolutely. Meaning, meaning, <laughs> unless they're not a good person, I'm going to I'm going to pull for him. So I know there's a lot of a, a lot of people wanted the Steelers to move on from from Rudolph uh, after his performance last week. I don't think it's a wise decision. Not not about whether I like how much I like Rudolph or not. I'll tell you one thing. I'm not in a rush to go out and buy his jersey right now. I, I'm not. Um, but at the same time, I just don't think it's a wise a wise football decision to do that now. You have to see how the entire team comes back from from this bad performance. So that's kind of how I feel about Rudolph. All right, Dave, your turn around the horn. Um, let's, let's say the Steelers had to go out and add some people to their roster this week. Yeah. And what they did is rather than go out and sign people that have been sitting on the couch on Sundays, they've been, they decided they were going to go out and sign some people that were, you know, if it was a home game standing on the sidelines on, on Sundays, guys that were on other teams, practice squads that they were available to go get, they went out there, they're scraping around. We don't know what to expect of these players. We don't know if they're going to be active on Sunday, but uh, a lot of Steelers nation was happy to get one to our skipper back. I know who's our skipper was extremely happy to come back based on his comments. Um, I saw one thing that he said he never took himself out of the group texts of some of the guys from camp because he kind of always had that thing that he didn't want to feel like it was over. Um, I don't know that he's any big answer, but but at the time it was, you didn't know what the deal was with Ola with, um, with going through the concussion protocol. So it was, a smart move, but now, <laughs> that, <laughs> yes, see, that's one of the practice squad moves. But they added they they added a a running back, a wide receiver, and and an outside linebacker, which were the exact positions that people went out injured this past week. So I don't know if these guys will be active, but hey, at least we'll 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 see how they kind of catch on. Now remember, we don't know. We think Tuzar Skipper is what we see in preseason. And we're like, why if he's inactive on Sunday, everyone you might hear everyone screaming about it, but you gotta remember, we're not at practice. We don't see how these people are prepared. When does Frank Webb get promoted to the 53 man <laughs> roster? Is what I want to know. When he is eligible for the NFL. I'm gonna start, you know what? I'm not going to shout that his name's Ralph. All I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and Google Frank Webbs, and we'll see what the professions are, Jeff. Well, like, or put, put them on Facebook. Real Frank Webbs. <laughs> or why don't we be Jack Webb, the guy who uh, was on Dragnet way back in the uh, 50s and 60s? Why don't we uh, – well, he died in 82, but why don't we uh, resurrect him and have him play? Because he's just as fictional right now as Frank Webb. 
Well, maybe maybe we need another quarterback in Joe Webb, right? Is that what it Joe is? Webb. <laughs> Joe Webb, Frank Webb, they could, they're Webb brothers, Webb cousins. I don't know. Well, the Webb. Webb, Duck, Webb, Duck. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a lot of people that listen to our podcast that probably think this guy's name is really Frank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Even with all the laughter and the jokes, I think there's people that probably think that his name is Frank. When he goes you do realize you make yards. me look this up all the time because uh, I can't remember which one is real <laughs> and which one's the made up one. You know and what? I've had to look it up a bunch. Dude, I, I actually did research for a show in February when we're trying to figure out guys that could be running back. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, boy, he'll never see the light of day. We don't need to know his name. Yeah, guess what? He's here. And when he goes for 100 yards, Jeff Hartman, you know what's going to happen? You are going to eat crow. That's on this fine. Show. That's fine. You know how I always remember which is real, what is, well, now I know, but if originally when I was saying Frank intentionally a lot more so than I do now, and this is a <laughs> shout out to Lance Williams, who has never seen the movie Billy Madison before, oh. but it's the scene in Billy Madison where he comes down late to the dinner. This is at the beginning of the movie. And he goes, what are you wearing? Like, what is that shirt? He goes, oh, this isn't my shirt. It's Frank's. And he lifts up the <laughs> shirt and it says Frank. So I always <laughs> think of that when I think of Frank Webb. So, uh, all right, very good. Good around the horn segment. Let's take a moment, though, to talk about those that are listening, watching, viewing, whatever, how you can help the show out. A lot of people ask all the time, what can I do? Well, first and foremost, you could do a Super Chat feature, which is right next to the comment bar. There's a little dollar sign. You can click that dollar sign, donate any amount of money that you feel necessary to the show, and it'll highlight your question. It'll be guaranteed to be answered. Uh, but a lot of people don't want to do that, and that's understandable with the holidays coming up. There is way There are ways that you can help the show with It's absolutely free. Number one is just like the videos. You see a video, you listen, you listen, you watch, click the thumbs up button. We appreciate it. Second, a lot of people have emailed me and asked me and said, when can you actually, when you know the shows are going to be on? Because sometimes, like for instance, Brian's uh, Steelers Hangover comes on at like 5.30. Dave goes on at seemingly 10.30 every time on Tuesday, which is annoying. Anyways, uh, you're subscribed <laughs> to the channel. This week was the first time I was not square <laughs> at 9 o'clock in uh, forever. <laughs> you, you make one mistake, Dave. That's going to label you one? forever. Hey, Jeff is a what have you done for me lately kind of guy, I guess. He <laughs> only cares about what happened this Tuesday. So okay. with that said, if you subscribe to the channel, you'll know all whenever we go live because you'll get an email or a push button notification that BTSC Steelers Radio is now going live. So you don't miss anything. So subscribe, hit the thumbs up. We appreciate all the love. Um, we're trying to get to 6,000 uh, subscribers. We are just shy of 4,600. It's a slow moving train, but all it takes is a couple people to share it. And you never know, you get some people to, to, to follow along. So with that said, Dave, are you ready for a stat geek? I am ready for a stat geek, but uh, it, it. it's funny because you, you say about sharing it with people. My, my nephew actually was stopped in the hallway by the vice principal of his school. He's like, Hey, I stumbled on the Steelers podcast. Are you related to Dave Schofield? He's like, that's my <laughs> uncle. <laughs> so I'm like, there we go. So, yeah. You I, know, the, I, the funny thing is, Dave, is that I have never had that moment yet. I've been running this website since 2015, and I've never had that moment of, are you Jeff Hartman? And I'm not expecting that, but a lot of people watch these shows. A lot of people, I guess the closest thing would be 
there's a gentleman that follows the site that is in our softball league and Dave has showed I've met him before, but it's just weird. I, I just, I've, I'm waiting for it to happen and it doesn't not feel like an ego boost, but I know you, Brian got to go to a game. You know, I met Brian. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm walking. I was at a, uh, daddy daughter dance. And this guy comes up and he goes, you Brian Anthony Davis? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I'm Dave Schofield. I'm, the, I'm like, well, you had just hey. talked about me earlier in the week because I'd thrown Jeff some stats and stuff. It was, it, it, it was, it was pretty good. It was, yeah. But uh, that, that's always kind of fun. But yeah, share it, get it out there. If you're listening right now on podcasts, if if that's the way you listen, still go in, like like it on YouTube. You don't have to watch it on YouTube because you've already listened to it in podcast. Like it, and if you haven't, hit the subscribe because it helps us out. So here we go. I'm talking, I'm beating to death that Steeler run game that we've been having problems with, and I decided to go at it from a different angle. And that is, um, Jeff is a teacher. Jeff is a mean teacher, because that's how he figures out his grades. <laughs> we are talking about running average, but we're not going to be mean anymore. We're going to go median. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, for those of you that are not mathematicians, I should have saved this for StatGeek. Um, <laughs> there are three methods of finding the average. There's the mean, the median, and the mode. The mean is what most people do, where you add them all up, divide by how many you got. That's how we figure out our average rushing, which is, and Brian's asleep. He, I lost him three, 30 seconds into the lecture. So that's how we figure out our averages for our stats that they report. You take the number of yards you had, divided by the attempts, that's your average. Mode is which number did you hit the most often? Median is you put them all in order and what's in the middle. And that's the problem with the Steelers is that their med if you look at the median, it, it doesn't it takes the outliers out of it. So like if if I'm if you look at each game and you put all the rushes in order and you count the one in the middle, the best median rushing game that the Steelers had all season, any idea which game that was? Where they had a median of 4.5 yards, meaning they didn't have a bunch of <laughs> bunch of runs where they hardly got any runs. My brain hurts. Oh, my gosh. What are you talking about? Just <laughs> Another word. What makes this number go up is not a bunch of no gains and, and minus ones. If you have a bunch of those, these things that, that tear you down. <laughs> That, that drag you down, which just wait. I'm getting to that too. So <laughs> Seattle has two losses. Uh, well, you're close. Seattle was one of the answers you had coming up here, but no, actually, believe it or not, when you talk at the, about the, the median rushing, the Steelers median rushing on, on the, on the season is three yards. Meaning if you did all 228 rushes, put them in order from most to least and found, picked out the one in the middle, it's, it was a three yard run. And they're usually not a, ahead of that anywhere throughout the game or throughout the season. They did have a four and a half median against, believe it or not, the San Francisco 49ers. So <laughs> what are you laughing about? But yes. what? What? Oh, we get... <laughs> Need number of viewers. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> the, the whole reason I, I did this actually was to lead to something else, <laughs> which was what what drops it down is this. The number of of complete bust of a runs that the Steelers have had, how many rushes? Now, I'm, I took out quarterback kneel downs because they don't count. 
because that's technically a rush and you and you lose a yard. How many rushes on the season do you think the Steelers have where they gained zero yards or had a loss? I'm going to say 15. Oh, do I have to guess? Yeah. Yes. Seattle has two losses. Um, <laughs> uh, let's go with 22. Out of 228 carries uh, on the season, um, although those did include the kneel downs, um, they have 55. Oh. Whoa. 55 times they have run the ball and they have got no gain or lost yardage. And that's a problem. But here's the other thing I looked at. Uh, where that ranks them in the league, and the whole reason, that's why I got to that. That's The mean kind of helps tell you this. Um, they are ranked, believe it or not, 27th in the NFL when you come to the, to the just the pure number of rushes that were zero yards or a loss. And uh, so, they, so they were 27th with 55. Now they have one of the highest percentages of runs where, where they have that because they haven't rushed the ball as much as some of these other teams. But here's what's interesting. Uh, I'll go from the 26th ranked team and go to the go to the end, which is which is quite intriguing. That um, Seattle's 26th with 54 rushes of zero or negative yards. Then the Steelers were 27th with 55. Then you've got two teams at 56, which are the LA Rams and the Minnesota Vikings. 30th is Indy with 57. 31st with 58 is the New England Patriots. And by far the most rushes in the league, 72 rushes of zero or negative yards would be your NFL leading San Francisco 49ers. Wow. Actually, I'm intrigued. So I thought this was a really big deal that the Steelers had so many of these rushing attempts that didn't work. Look at San Francisco. What's crazy is they have the second most rushing attempts in the league. The only one who has more are the Ravens. And yet, and they you. have and they have 72 where they've lost yards. The okay? one that got me, Dave, was Indianapolis because Marlon Mack is having a, a pretty nice year. And they're also known for having a good offensive line. Some of these other teams are like New England's offensive line is struggling a little bit. But the thing that I think is intriguing with San Francisco is when you have that many zero or negative yards rushing, but yet you're second in the league in rushing attempts, they have the best record in the league. And it shows that even when it doesn't work, they don't abandon it. There you go. End of story. <laughs> I'm done. End of stat geek. End of stat geek. So <laughs> even when it's the moral of the story is even when it's not working, don't give up. There you go. I, I I'm I'm tempted to bring up another Billy Madison line, but I don't want to do that. The uh, scene where the <laughs> I was going to just say <laughs> proceed, <laughs> proceed with the boar fill. Oh, no, yeah. no. Chlorophyll. More like chlorophyll. <laughs> All right, Snow, Snowman puts $5 in the tip jar. We appreciate that. Snowman's a longtime viewer of the show. Said Mason Rudolph is still young and still learning. I'm not giving up on him. Nobody should. That's a good sentiment there, Snowman. We appreciate that. And we appreciate the tip. There you have it. So uh, let's get into the upcoming game. The Pittsburgh Steelers and 
excuse me, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals week 12. And the title and the headline of this episode is that this Bengals game, this Bengals team is so much more than a, a winless opponent. You know, um, what do you think? That, I mean, this game is not a must win for the Steelers, uh, but man, is this an important one? Brian, go ahead and talk just about the game. And, you know, I know you do your um, who to root for article every week what are your thoughts about this upcoming matchup just from a standing standpoint a playoff picture standpoint etc well the Steelers are the uh the number eight team right now um right behind them are another five and five team the Tennessee Titans so uh you're really losing this game is probably uh I think it's a death knell to the playoffs if you go ahead and lose this game because I really don't see an upside after this game. So I'm actually going to respectfully disagree with you. I think it's a must win because if you do lose this game, even with the problems that you have... Um, <sighs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, the, the playoffs are over. I, I really don't see you at this point being five and six. And uh, unless you go on an amazing run and get a lot of help, I don't see you doing it. Um, the teams that you're rooting against right now, um, actually in tonight's game, you have the Colts and the Texans, and you probably uh, probably want to see the Colts go down because they are a team that you can go ahead and uh, overcome because you have that head-to-head -head loss. Um, if they lose tonight and the Steelers take care of business and beat the Bengals, you're only one game behind them, and they have a pretty tough schedule because that South is uh, that AFC South is uh, they're pretty much bunched together. Um, there's no uh, there's no clear cut winner or loser like in the North right now with the Ravens running away with the division and the Bengals running away with the number one pick right now. So I mean it's a very important game as far as I'm concerned. I'm calling it a a, a must win. I know Lance Williams is calling it a must win, and Lance and I uh, like the movie Summer School. Sometimes I think we uh, share the same brain. Um, so I will actually say that, that no, I agree. I, I think you have to win this game if there's any hopes of the playoffs and there's people that are going to say, well, you know, the playoffs are over anyways. Think about this. You muster up a win with a makeshift lineup like they have right now, because there might not be Deontay Johnson this weekend. And, but you go in with Benny Snow Jr. And you go in with James Washington and Johnny Holton and Tevin Jones, and you go ahead and find a way to win this game. And I mean, I don't want to get into uh, where the weeds where I've been before with winning ugly, but you might have to win ugly again. And so <laughs> if you go ahead and do that, you know, a win's a win and you, just take it. But what I'm saying is you go ahead and you you live another day. You don't think they're going to be fired up. I know we're not to look ahead, but December 1st, Cleveland coming to town. You don't think they're going to be fired up for that game? Wow. I mean, this could be the start of another run. So take the run and start now.
2 a.m. Hashtag 2 a.m. I must. <laughs> you know the. Uh, hey, you just don't want to get to 3 a.m. because then Rob Thomas and Matchbox Box 20 will say you must be lonely. <laughs> so. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. What are your thoughts on the game coming up? How am I supposed to think about the game when Brian keeps saying stuff like that? No. Uh, I, I, thoughts I, of the game. No, it's. It I wasn't is even much. dirty today. No. But uh, it's it's a must win. You can't lose this game and think that your season can continue on past week 17. You can't be the team that drops to a team that's gone 10 games in. A team, the only team that has been eliminated from the playoffs already. You can't be the team that then finally gives them the win. And and be taking seriously as a big as a competitor. You're supposed to be trending in the upward direction as you get to the end of the season. If you're going to go into the postseason, I'm not saying the Steelers are going to make the postseason. I'm pulling for them to make the postseason. I know there's a chance to make the postseason. We got to try to keep stay focused on that. That is still a goal. Although some people want to say, "I'll just write off the season now." Not when you're one game back. You're shooting for that, but you've got to win this one. You've got to win this one. This game is a must win, and Crazy Chris gives us to dollar ninety nine in the tip jar. He says that here's for Lance to go see to watch uh, Billy Madison on YouTube. So we appreciate that. <laughs> All right, so Lance Madison is what he called him. Um, okay, so let's look at matchups here. This upcoming game, this is tough because this isn't the same lineup they faced even when they played earlier. Uh, no Andy Dalton. Um, I don't know much about Finley, the quarterback, other than what. Uh, Mike Tomlin referred to him uh, in a Tuesday press conference. I'm not sure. Uh, Dave, did AJ Green practice today? He did not. Okay, so it's not looking like he'll play again for another week. That impacts their offense in a big way. Um, this is a very similar to, my, in my opinion, when the they played the Dolphins on Monday Night Football when they hadn't won. Uh, it's a team that's not playing horribly. They just haven't won a game, and they're not laying down and dying. Uh, that's kind of what you see the Washington Redskins doing every week. Um, they are still fighting, still wanting to play tough. Um, they might not care if they win as an organization because they want those draft picks, but at the same time, uh, the players that are playing are playing for their careers. So what are some matchups that you are thinking? Let's look at it this way. Let's, let's shift the question because it's the second time they've played. Who are some Steelers that need to dominate their individual matchup to really help the Steelers make this a comfortable game? We'll go with Dave first. Um, I'm going to say, it's funny, I still want to pick a Steelers defensive guy, but I, I don't think that's the side of the ball that the Steelers really need to dominate on individually. I'm I'm going to say, I'm going to say, B.J. Finney. Let's let let's get him dominating it at center. People say he's might be the biggest mauler out of all the offensive line, and he's a reserve. Let's let's get him out there. Let let's get him because he's the guy making the calls from the center position of how they're going to block stuff. That that's why that matchup against him and whoever defensively is put there close to him in order to get the right the the right. Um, blocking scheme called and everything and coming off the ball to open up the holes against this. I'm pretty sure they're, are they the 32nd ranked rushing defense? I think if not, they're, they're at the, they're towards the bottom, if not very last. Yeah. So that's, that's a big matchup. What about you, Brian? Like, what's one guy or one group that you think needs to really 
dominate on Sunday. Sure. Now you say group. I would have taken the whole offensive line if you would have said it before. Go ahead, Brian. Well, you know what? I'm I'm actually going to say uh, Alvin Bud Dupree. Um, coming off that uh, coming off that right side, you know he's going up against the left tackle. He's on Finley's blind side. He gets in there, and he hasn't been overrunning. He's having a pretty good year. He's going to jar something loose on a young quarterback if he gets a hold of him and knocks him from his blind side, which uh, gives the defense an opportunity to go ahead and score points and help carry this team. Um, so there's a lot of guys. I could have come up with a bunch of them for that, that question, but I'm going to look Bud's way. I, I I'm gonna go with the you said Bud Dupree who's I, I was gonna go with him, um, but I'm gonna say just the pass rush in general since you took my specific guy. Um, this defense did not create a turnover against Cleveland, and they did not get to the quarterback the way we all expected against Cleveland. And so I did I did some question and answer answer work with Cincy Cincy Jungle the SB Nation Bengals website and. I was very honest. I said, this team is going to win and lose by whether their defense can help the offense, period. If the Steelers don't create turnovers, it's going to be, it's going to be tough sledding because the offense is not good enough at this juncture to drive down the field, put together a time sustaining drive that equates in points. It's just, it's just reality right now. And it's when the defense can get them short fields or put points on the board themselves that this offense then has some semblance of effectiveness. So if this defense can get back to their takeaway um, streak, but also, and Lance said this last night on the standard is a standard, check that show out it's live. It's on here on YouTube as well as audio platforms. The streak needs to end. And that streak is the Steelers turning the ball over. I believe it's now 16 straight games that the Pittsburgh Steelers have created a turnover in some way, shape, or form. But my goodness, that has to stop. It has to stop, period. has to stop. So there you have it. The matchups to watch, I think they're pretty obvious. I think everything that we mentioned was, was spot on. Let's turn our attention now to a little bit of fantasy football. And a lot of people say, oh, gosh, we're going to talk about fantasy football. Well, in reality, we're going to be talking about players individually who we think are going to play well in this AFC North grudge match on Sunday. Uh, let's go with a stardom and sit them. Dave, who are you starting? Who are you sitting in this upcoming matchup? Well, I I think it's very interesting that I think all three of us was going to pick Bud Dupree for the answer to that last question, <laughs> and we all just kind of went away from it. Um, Brian, you got to step up and do that. Um, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go crazy. Um, don't listen to me with fantasy. Don't do this. But boy, who, the reason I would want to start him is I want to see him do something. Let's go, Benny Snell. I like it. Mm. Well, I mean, I, when I was looking at the numbers, because Lance keeps throwing them to me, and I, then I got to break them down with, with how bad the Steelers are at third and short. I did it when it was third and two or less. I did it on Stat Geek Tuesday. If you want to hear what that was, go back and check that out. The They only have five, five first downs on third and short from running. One of them was Rudolph last Thursday. Um, one was James Conner, and the other three are Benny Snell. So... Is he the guy that can that, that can do that? Is he the guy that if they get down close, he can pound it in the touchdown zone? Could be. He would be a very risky start because he's probably going to be feast or famine. Um, 
but I'd really like to see him step up and do something well. Um, somebody not to start, I'm going to say specifically because the Steelers haven't been using the tight ends. I'm still going to say if they do, they're going to go Vance McDonald. So I don't know anyone in the right mind that's playing Vanette right now. So don't change that. I, I'd not even have him on a team. All right. Brian Anthony Davis, I think I can put this up there for you and just get that out of the way. Start Frank <laughs> Webb. I think he... oh, when he goes off, I'm telling all of you, I am going to party like it's 1999. <laughs> um, so I like I... this one personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's actually pretty funny. That's all a, right. Go that's ahead, show. I want to watch that show. I don't know if it's a show, but Steeler fan frenzy will flip must be a show somewhere. <laughs> and if not, I mean, I, I that's, look, he's, I think he's at a bar in that picture. It looks like he's just having a good time. I want to hang out. Um, but anyways, so let's take a look at this Vance McDonald. It's between Vance McDonald and another guy. And uh, Vance McDonald's an easy one. We're waiting for him to break out. I mean, I'm thinking, but he really has it. So let's just go another direction. Let's go with Tevin Jones. Because here's the thing. You're going to get him cheap. Somebody on the live chat mentioned the fact that he's a deep threat. And he has better hands than a guy like Johnny Holton. Um, doesn't have the... the the great hands that James Washington has. I think Washington has some of the best hands on the team. Uh, and that's not a joke. I think his hands are amazing, but Tevin Jones could be the guy that could break out and surprise a lot of people in this game. So you look at FanDuel when you're playing daily fantasy, that's going to be a cheap guy that you can go out and get another guy from another team. You, I mean, you can play, well, he's not this week, but um, if you wanted to play Deshaun Watson or you wanted to play a Lamar Jackson or someone like that, which he won't be on FanDuel this week with the game we play. But if you want to get a big money guy, you could offset him with a guy like Tevin Jones. And I think he's actually going to play well for you. So let's try Tevin Jones. Who are you benching? Who am I going to bench? Boy, I wish I would have thought about that. So I'm going to go with Jalen Samuels because, you know, no one's opening holes for him. And when there are holes, he's not getting to me. He's just not really playing well right now. They haven't been utilizing him in the passing game. I mean, I might be completely, completely off base. And he goes out and has 14 catches, 13 catches like he did in the Indianapolis game. Um, I hope I'm wrong. So that's Basically, hashtag hope I'm wrong is my new thing for the rest of the season. I'm going to say to start the guy that you said to bench, and that is Jalen Samuels. I think he's going to get the majority of the carries. I think Benny Snell coming off his knee injury, and Mike Tomlin has said this more than once, that because he's a rookie, he's going to have to kind of get his feet underneath him. I would say that he and Trey Edmonds would have an equal stat line in terms of carries this week. I'm going to say because I think they're going to get him the ball in space. That's where they want to attack the Spengals defenses on the edges. I think that you would be smart to start Jalen Samuels. As for benching, don't start Vance McDonald. There's no, there's no reason. They have tried to force feed him the ball. It just doesn't seem like it's working. I don't believe that that's going to be a legitimate target until they prove it. Until then, I'm going to say don't gamble. Vance McDonald is actually a lot more money than you would expect on FanDuel. Um, not worth it. Don't start him. So, all right, gentlemen, time to get down to brass tacks here. Prediction time. Dave, why don't you fill us in on the over, under, and the spread? Does it remain the same? 
it's it it tweaked a little bit. Um, I know it had started at seven. It had gone to six and a half, and it stayed there. So it's currently the Steelers are favored by six and a half, and the over/unders dropped slightly. It's thirty-eight and a half. Okay, let's go with you first, Dave. What's your prediction? My prediction is not a lot of scoring in this game. I'm going with the Steelers, sixteen to ten. Um, I think a race. You know, anyone who goes above 10 points, that might be enough to win this game. If you kind of look back at the at the Bengals game this past week when they were playing out in Oakland, well, I think it was, what, 17 to 10? And I could just see the Steelers getting more, just more field goals than anything. So, and now I'm, go, I'm saying this total, assuming that the defense isn't scoring touchdowns or setting them up for super easy touchdowns. If that's the case, then I could see it going. Um, in a whole bigger light. So I guess going 16 to 10, I'm saying the Steelers aren't going to cover, but, and it's going to be an under. So. All right, Brian, what's your prediction? I'm going to go with the Steelers getting a victory and we are going to go with a very small score of nine to six. (laughs) All field goals. Okay. Um, I've gave my prediction last night on the standard as a standard. I had it a little bit more high scoring than what you all had, but not ridiculous. I said the Steelers win, but don't cover. I say they win 23 to 17. Um, and I do think that the defense is going to create some turnovers. I don't think they're going to put a touchdown on the board, but they're going to set the table for the offense on more than one occasion. Uh, last, uh, last question here for you guys before we kind of call it a show. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If the Steelers win this game, and let's all, we're all kind of assuming that they do, what would they have to do for you, in your opinion, for the confidence of the fan base to kind of get back up to where it was on this four-game winning streak before week 11? Brian? Then they can't win nine to six. They would have to go <laughs> ahead and, I mean, they they would have to dominate in this game to get the, I mean, because it's one of those that, yeah, they won, but, and then you don't really want to get in that situation with a, yeah, they won, but so if uh, Dallas Quinley's right and the Steelers win 41 to six, then you could say, you could still say, yeah, they won, but, but yeah, you just put 41 points up. You flex some muscles. That's a lot better than winning nine to six. So, they, they really got to dominate in this game to show that they're back. I kind of, I find that really hard to do when a lot of your offensive power is uh, still in stitches. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Brian, is that the reason I'm not pulling for a higher scoring game here is that it's, it's, it's a triage unit is, is what we're looking at. Because when, when you're looking at who's supposed to be your biggest high profile playmakers. They're not, I mean, nothing's been ruled out yet, but Juju Smith-Schuster is still in the concussion protocol and hasn't practiced. So now whether he's practiced because hasn't practiced because of the, um, well, hello, um, because he hasn't practiced because of the knee versus the um, 
versus the concussion, we don't know. But it's really hard to clear the protocol if you don't practice. I don't see not practicing today makes me think that he can't get from the protocol unless he's doing something else with them on the side that's not practiced because of the knee, and we don't know that. And James Conner, I don't see him playing this week either. So this is one of these games that you want to get through, you want to win it, but you might have to, unfortunately, win ugly. The only way they're going to put up massive amount of points is if we get an enormous bounce back game for Mason Rudolph and he kind of does what people have or we've been waiting for him to do and saying that he can't do. And that is carrying the offense. I don't know that he'll do it based on my score. You know that I'm very uh, apprehensive, but this is the only defense all season on which the Steelers have scored more, more than 30 points. So, Every, all other games this, this season, they haven't hit the 30 mark except when they played Cincinnati earlier this year. So let's see what they can do. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. We have our predictions out there. What, what we think needs to take place for the Steelers fan base to get a little bit more confidence back in their system. I got to be honest, guys. I feel like we've talked about this game and these issues since week 11 like a million times. Like We're all doing a lot of shows and we're answering a lot of questions. Let's just get down to some football already. You know what I mean? Let's to get a new game out there. Let's get some more tape to look over and some new angles to discuss. But um, Brian, anything to add before we call it a show? You know what? I was going to go on a rant about Cleveland and their T-shirt selection with uh, Pittsburgh started it. But you know what? I'm not going to because that's just going to get back into this whole mess. And I, I could. I'm actually going to have an article on about about that in a couple of days so you'll enjoy that I'll, I'll continue that rant but um what is you partying with pouncy over there what's going on i mean i don't know what dave is doing um but you, you know what i agree with you jeff let's just play some football let's find out who you are let's get scrappy let's go back 30 years and get 1989 scrappy when talk about those players that bubby brister was throwing to Mike Malarkey was probably the best pass catcher of the bunch. You had Mark Zeno on that team. Have you guys ever heard of Mark Zeno? No, you probably Mark Stock was on that uh, team. Jeff Zaginia. You had you had all these guys on that team that weren't going to make anybody's uh, trading card list. They weren't going to make anything. But guess what? These guys banded together with a horrible nine and seven season and almost went to the AFC championship game. This is a team that I'm not saying they could do that yet, but let's get it started. You've had some, you've had some adversity. Now go ahead, Mason. This is your game to start back up and shine, reboot the whole system and get it started. So it's on your shoulders, big fella. And I'm hoping you can do it. And look, I'm not I'm not jumping off of your bandwagon. All I'm saying is that we need to get that bandwagon we need to get it going. So this is the weekend and it all starts here again. Reset in week 11 or week 12 or whatever it is. <laughs> it's week 12. Dave okay. anything to add to that? Uh I don't know what's worse. Bride talking about Mark Xenograph or Zeno, Mark Zeno. Or me talking about median rushing yards. Um, but th- we just need football. Let let's get some football. I mean, we've had to we've had to sit and think about not just the horrible incidences, all the stuff going on off the field with this, the back and forth. 
but we had to do do it also with a really crummy performance. I mean, that's what we've been dealing with for now since more, you know, removed exactly seven days. Let's get to this game. Let's get another game and let's on to Cincinnati. So then that way we can go on to the next one. And that next one is going to be huge. Yeah. That Cleveland rematch in Pittsburgh is going to be. I'm so glad it's in Pittsburgh. Yes, I agree 100%. It's going to be a big one. But as Dave said, you got to get through Cincinnati first. I don't think the Steelers are going to overlook this game. I think that they're a galvanized group. I think that that week 11 game might have been a wake-up call for a lot of different people in a lot of different ways. So we will be here 100% with you along the way. Uh, tomorrow night will be Lance's. Yeah, I said it's Saturday. Who's up on the Steelers burning question? Dave, do you know? Is it Brian or is it Lance? I thought it was Lance before Brian, but I could be mistaken. I believe it is, but okay. someone will be there. We'll have it for someone for sure. I think it's, it'll, it'll be like the grab bag. You just pull it in, <laughs> like, who are we going to get? So just uh, like turn it on and you'll see one of our faces. That's true. That's maybe true. We could, maybe we'll just make Tony do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Sunday, we'll have our Steelers post game show. And then it's right back to work for the hangover on Monday. Stat Geek Tuesday, Wednesday standard is the standard. And then obviously another episode of the Steelers preview next Thursday, as we talk about that big game against the Browns. So in the meantime, we all like the Steelers. I know you do too. Make sure you like this video. We appreciate all the love and support you all give us on YouTube. If you don't know, we have a YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com and search BTSE Steelers radio anywhere you're listening on audio platform. Give us a good rating, a good comment. It all helps with our exposure. We want to get to 6,000 subscribers on YouTube to find the channel. Subscribe. We appreciate it. We will see you all next week on the Steelers preview. And as Lance Williams always says, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. We'll see you. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. 
Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.